Hello and welcome back to Waypoint, a podcast not for the person in the apartment above me who's been playing piano very loudly and who has delayed our recording session. That person is not allowed to listen to this one. Uh, I'm Julian. I'm the game master. Uh, I'm Sanya. I play Charlotte. I'm Viola. I play Moon. I'm Mimi. I play Max. And also I met my parents. If I sound weird, it's because their basement is trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just going to happen sometimes, I guess. In editing the last episode, I really noticed that, let's say it was a pretty slow one. Um, it's probably the longest episode we've recorded to this point. And not a lot happened. Um, I, I hope this episode will move at a slightly faster pace. But I kind of have to say I had so much fun last time. <laughs> <laughs> We're also kind of moving into the point of this specific arc of the story where the plot is going to be a lot looser, where there's going to be a lot more. It's going to move depending on how the characters choose to advance in the plot. Because, like, basically all we've done so far was the intro of you getting to the headquarters, which was pretty streamlined. But I hope this episode we get to the point where things are going to be a bit more fluent. <laughs> Can't wait. This is our chance to mess up Julian's carefully laid plans. <laughs> That's perfect. No, t totally do that if you're f cool with me, like, uh, saying at some points. Uh, please pause for a second. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to think about this. <laughs> That's where the best stuff happens. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to drop you into the situation again that you were in last time. This time, uh, without a spiffy intro, I think you'll remember what happened. There was a We lot have... of marble that wouldn't make sense. Like There's a lot of very logical marble as you left an elevator and stepped right into the office of the leader of the Syndicate of Superheroes, Knight Rider. I gave a slight explanation of what Knight Rider's costume looks like last time, but I feel I haven't given, I haven't given you the image that I have in my head. Uh, have y'all seen uh, the Queen's Gambit? No, sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, it, it, it's on Netflix. It's pretty good. I recommend watching it. Uh, Thomas Sangster's in it. Ah, uh, okay. Who's oh, like one of yeah. these these actors that always looks young. Yep. And exactly him, exactly how he's dressed in that show, <gasps> just with a domino mask. <laughs> Okay. Imagine that. Okay. I just it's have a, a very iconic look. I just have a personal vendetta against the game of chess. Like, the <laughs> entire game. <laughs> Why? Well, a lot of people thought I should learn it because they deemed me as intelligent. Oh, but oh. I think it's just really fucking boring. <laughs> Anyways, he, he just got up from his chair as you all entered... And has only spoken to Charlotte so far, whom he asked, Ah, so this is another imposter trying to take the place of my mentor. Moon shoots a quick thought at, at you two. Who's this guy? I think he's important. Is he? I'm not going to answer. I'm busy with other stuff. Well, <laughs> Max, Max is a bit torn between being starstruck and also a bit mad on Charlotte's behalf. But... I think from her thoughts, you can gather that, yes, he's indeed a big deal. Mm. He steps in front of his desk and kind of takes like a seat on the side of the desk facing towards you and putting one leg above the other in a kind of relaxed position and waves all of you closer. And uh, for the record, I'm not an imposter. I'm actually Star Wars legacy. Whatever. Ding. Roll playbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can call yourself Starbolt underscore seven, maybe. Like a forum user whose preferred name was already taken. Because you're not the first one to come in here calling themselves Starbolt. There's been six other speedsters. Exactly your set of powers who told me they were the great follow-up. They knew Starbolt. The same story all over again. All of them, I'm sure, very talented. None of them found their place in the SOS because I don't stand for this. I don't stand for this kind of mockery. I'm not mocking him. I'm honoring him. Uh, Julian, quick question. Um, can I sense his thoughts or is he shielded? Um, has he shielded them? He doesn't seem to actively shield himself right now. You're getting, like, you're getting thoughts from him. Okay. Um, Moon whispers to, to Charlotte, like mentally whispers, 
I mean, if you want, I can try sending him one of your memories. That would mean touching. But if you, I can try if you want. As Moon brings that idea forth, he steps forward, hands in his pockets, and he says, Okay, you're honoring him. Tell me, what have you done so far? I mean, I just arrived. I'm. You just <laughs> arrived. You just arrived. You're not the first to just arrive. You're not the first to arrive with a letter of recommendation. You know what most other people have done who've received one of those. We already S fought a villain and saved people. A villain. We normally don't let people in here who have fought a villain. We normally invite people who have proven themselves. You know, actual superheroes. People who don't just want to get in on name recognition alone. Before anyone recognized Starbolt for who he was... He was a blur that nobody really knew. He solved crimes. He fought villains all over the highways. Starbolt was a hero before people knew the word Starbolt. How do you think you have any right to claim his legacy, having done absolutely nothing so far? He's trying to uh, use a move on you. Oh. Basically, yeah, he makes you mark a condition. And you get to pick which condition you mark based on your reaction to what he's telling you. Okay. So, for example, you could mark uh, afraid that you won't be accepted here. You could mark hopeless uh, based on your reaction to his words. You could mark angry if you don't want to take them uh, at face value and more lash out in reaction to them. You can go with either of the conditions and as that sort of show your character. Okay. You know what? I deserve that name. And you have no idea what I'm capable of. But Starbolt did. So he gave me his name. And he chose me to be his legacy. So you don't get to judge me, okay? You do not get to do that to me. Because I worked so hard for it. And you, you don't get to take that away from me. And I'm marking angry. Okay, that makes sense. I'm thinking right now, like, uh, situations like this can easily lead into moves. I'm thinking mm -hmm. if any of the moves really make sense here. Like, uh, <laughs> directly engage a threat is pretty physical. I mean, you could also say, like, provoke him, because say what you're trying to get them to do. Yeah, and I think what you're trying to get him to do is, like, respect you. I think this is less of a provocation, though. I think actually directly engage a threat makes the most sense here. Because, like, the results you can get are uh, stuff like impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. And because damage is dealt in this game in the form of emotional conditions. Hmm. So I think directly engage a threat for, like, a verbal exchange is not that wild. Uh, I mean, not he, that it wild. actually is, like, threatening your identity in a way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, That's so I'm, I'm gonna trigger the move, directly engage a threat. The Romeo plus danger. Oh no. <laughs> no. Um I rolled a one and a two. Oh. Oops. Uh-huh. What's your I plus danger? Danger I have minus one. Ooh. Oh no. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not great. Okay. Was uh, so you you don't impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I'm afraid. Yeah. But you mark potential in this situation. I, I understand. <laughs> but you do mark potential. I mark potential. Uh, <laughs> uh, tell me, how many conditions have you already marked at this point? Uh, I have insecure and angry. Yes, I don't know what you're capable of because I haven't seen you do anything. You said you engaged a villain. I have a small report here from Incent, who was there at the scene. Engage is a pretty generous way of describing that situation. But we save people. Moon um, lifts um, their hand and directs um, their thoughts at Knight Rider. I can show you the memory if you want. I don't need to see any memory. I can make myself an image of the situation. <laughs> But it's probably a wrong image. From what I can sense, it's not very accurate. He turns towards Moon. Uh, still looking kind of pissed, but it seems like he, uh, but he's taking a deep breath as he looks at them and says, "You must be Moon." 
moon waves. The psychic. I heard about you. He picks a small stack of paper off of his desk and starts flipping through it and says, You come on ugh, US government suggestion. Okay, so you're basically in. I mean, a psychic is pretty useful. I'd recommend taking an English class from what this says. Seems like you're not capable of speaking the language yet. Yeah, with your psychic powers, you don't need it, but there'll be situations where not being able to understand a supervillain who has mental blockades against psychics like you will become an issue. Moon nods a bit, like, dejectedly. Don't need to take that personally. You're not the first... He looks around to the others and then shrugs. You're not the first alien we have here. Moon, like, stands stock still and sort of, like, looks at the others from, like, the corner of their eye and tries to guess what they're how um, how they're reacting and you get a wave of like fear and anger at at Knight Rider. Did did he just say alien? He just said alien, right? Yeah, I think he did. Are you an alien? Oh my god, that is so cool. Yeah, yeah, you can flip out about that later on. He turns around to Max. All right, uh Max ecstatic. Uh Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Electric powers, magnetic powers. That's why you're here, I see. He makes another note. We look deliberately for people with these kinds of powers, with how many supervillains are using, you know, doomsday devices, power suits. Electric and magnetic powers are actually actually extremely useful. So you get in on power set alone. You don't have to worry about that. Moon thinks at the entire room um, and says... I find it very interesting how often you use the concept of useful. That it's a bit unusual to talk about people that way. Well, we are an organization of superheroes. If you're here, you're here because you can be useful in... Yeah, but people are more <sighs> than just their powers. Of course they are. Look, look, I I know this sounds wrong. I know this sounds not like... I don't know, how you might have imagined the great superhero lifestyle, but we have to think practically here sometimes if we send people into dangerous situations. What I'm most surprised by is that the leader of such an organization would be so clouded in his judgment by his personal feelings, actually. Uh, um, I, I'd say, okay, is that a provoke someone? That sounds provocative. <laughs> it's definitely provocative. <laughs> that sounds provocative. like a provoke someone to me. Uh, roll me a plus superior. So... If I wanted to help, it would be like support someone, I guess, or defend when when I'm protecting. It could someone. be defend. It could be defend. Yeah. Okay. So I rolled a four and five, and that's I have a plus two on superior, so I have a plus eleven. <laughs> nice. That's nice. Okay, then it you. It was way better um, than my roll. <laughs> so since this is an NPC that you used provoke someone on, you. Uh, Get get them to where you want them. What do you want him... How do you want him to respond to that? Um, what I would like to happen for him is actually to lash out, hmm. but obviously realize that that's not very professional. He becomes kind of red in the face and turns towards Max and says, Clouded in my judgment? Do you know what I've been through? Do you know what I've been through this past year? I lost... The greatest superhero of all time. I lost my mentor, the most important person in my life. And since then, people have been showing up wearing his crest who have not done the work, who have put themselves in the position that my mentor held without any consideration as to what that name means. Yes, my judgment is a bit clouded in this one instance. Don't I have the fucking right to be clouded in this situation? But he was my mentor as well, so you don't have any right to judge me about it. He's breathing very heavily as he turns towards Charlotte, and you can see that he's like his head is sinking into his hand. He's trying to gather his thoughts. You come with a recommendation with his name on it. I recognize that. I recognize that he must have seen something in you. Can't you see how having people show up here wearing a gravestone on their chest is hurtful? 
Can't you see that that's disrespectful? Of course it's disrespectful. I I was really shocked when I heard about it, but that's not what I'm doing. I just want to honor him. Listen, you don't have to believe that that I'm worthy of him. Just give me a chance to prove myself. Julian, I would like to do something a bit unusual. <laughs> I would, outside of you doing something unusual, uh, I would want Charlotte in the situation to roll a comfort or support. But uh, That's okay. what I wanted to help with, because I thought I would like to try to link their minds via my own and let them feel each other's feelings. Okay. Then I would say you can add a team to this if necessary. Okay. Okay. I'm rolling. Oh, I have a 10. Uh, wait, put... Mm -hmm. um, plus mundane is plus three for you, I think, right now? Uh, no, mundane is plus one for me. Ah, okay. They mark potential clearer condition or shift labels uh, if they open up to you. On a 10 plus, you can also add a team to the pool and clear condition yourself. So, since the person you're comforting and supporting isn't a player character, and since their labels are set, since they're an adult character, I would say that he can clear his angry condition. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can uh, add a team to the pool and clear a condition. Okay, I would like to clear my angry as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Hearing your words, he makes uh, a few steps to behind the desk, sits down. Uh, he doesn't seem to be looking at any of you right now and uh, picks up a phone that's placed on uh, his desk and hits a number into the device before putting the speaker up to his ear. You can hear him say a few words. Is Yeah, the situation... With the train, yeah. Still about was train. Okay, okay, I see. All right, um, I got it covered. He puts the phone down again, puts his hands together, and moves his chair so he's looking directly at the three of you again, and says, "Okay, you get a chance. You get one chance to get in." That villain you fought before, Duplex, appears my people weren't able to catch him after he escaped your train. He's been attacking monorails all month at this point, and we haven't been able to catch him yet. He somehow travels underground in a way that we can't follow him at. Bring him in, and you're in. Hold on. We three, who you just said have no prior experience we are supposed to catch someone you haven't been able you and your entire organization to catch in a month yes you have no prior experience so get some experience now moon shakes the head come on we can do that <sighs> do we have at least a file on him that we can look at you can ask the people who've dealt with him before incense should be still should still be down there in the lobby maybe you can get some useful information out of him And Transistor is the hero who followed him uh, when he escaped you, so maybe you can get some more information from her. Just ask around. R research is an important part of the catching the villain process. Then we'll get him to you as soon as possible. He nods and spins his chair around, looking outside of the large window at the city below, as the elevator doors open once again. And here... End scene. Here's our ad break. Uh, <laughs> so, Casper, hey. if you're listening, Squarespace, we always you... open. <laughs> no, don't use their names. Say, uh, well-known, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Mattr mattress well company. Mattress company. Uh, hey, are you thirsty? And is actual Coca-Cola branded product too expensive for you? Go for store brand cola. <laughs> It is affordable. I mean, we could say that, like, we are financing this. Our sponsors are, like, our project. So if ever anyone wants to plug their, like, <laughs> project or something, that's... We could do that. Within my Etsy I shop. mean, maybe. 
Uh, I have uh, another podcast that's updating very, very rarely. Uh, if you're interested in literally only the bad anime school days and nothing else, that <laughs> podcast is great for you. <laughs> Dude, you also do a lot of voice acting. You could like that. Oh, yeah, I do voice acting, right. Uh, hey, if you're listening to this in an upload on maybe my YouTube channel or something, you're probably only there because I do voice acting. I do voice acting. Watch The Lie of Sex. It's on YouTube. Uh, we made a movie. It got finally released after years of production last summer. If you're into it, look at that. It has also aliens in it, but they're the bad guys. Oh, right. We might have to address that. <laughs> well, I think Max would go to the elevator as quick as possible and not really speak until they're basically out of the zone. Because <laughs> she was actually really intimidated by Knight Rider. And <laughs> the fact that he basically shouted at her was not great. Yeah, so you have probably, like, at, I can imagine at the start, like, the elevator doors close and the high-speed elevator takes you down and there's just... A bit of awkward silence yep. for a second there. Um, after after some moments, uh, Charlotte says, um, "Thank you for your for your help. I really appreciate it." Yeah, no no problem. And also Max, thank you for standing up for me. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was sure. Awesome. No no problem. I mean, I just kind of insulted one of my biggest heroes, but you know he was being a bit of a jerk. So you did well. And Moon sort of like awkwardly like claps claps um, Max's shoulder like yeah good good job <sighs> the elevator takes you back to the bottom floor where you're back in the hall of heroes at the entrance and back with the information desk which is probably the best way to start your research so do we get information like from from Incense? Is he, is he still outside fishing in, in the bus? or <laughs> You don't see the bus outside anymore. Uh, maybe we could ask at the desk yep. if uh, Incense or Transistor, you know, somewhere around. You make your way towards the receptionist's desk and uh, she turns towards you once again. Ah, you're back. Uh, how did go? It was okay. Oh, that bad, huh? We got our first mission. We got our first mission, so that's great. First mission? All right. Uh, anything you need help with? Uh, yeah, Incent and Transistor are supposed to uh, give us a bit of a, well, a setup so we know the things and can actually do the, the work. Incent and Transistor, let me just uh, look where the GPS is right now. She types a few keys on her keyboard and then turns towards you and says again uh incent is on floor 23 right now i can call him down here if you want while transistor ah she's at the scene of the crime where a supervillain escaped today if you could call down incent that would be great crime scene might be it, it's, it might be our crime scene that could be very useful yeah but we're already here so let's talk to incent first yeah okay yeah, let's just talk to Incent first, because, you know, he's already here. Okay. She calls Incent down pretty quickly, and not too long uh, after that, the elevator doors open once again, and you see Incent once more. He's wearing this superhero mask with the hair coming out at the top, <laughs> uh, and he has it pulled down like a hoodie at this point, and is eating a hot dog as he walks towards you. Hey, the uh, teen heroes from before. I remember you. I'm not a teen. The the comparatively young heroes from before. Moon sends a thought to um, Max. What is that in his hand? Max sends back just these images of getting hot dogs at the beach um, <laughs> where she where she lived, and just how tasty they are, and it's the greatest thing to get. <laughs> <laughs> Moon instantly wants to have a hot dog. <laughs> what can awesome. I help you with? Uh, I've been called down here. You need anything? I'm actually on my break right now. Uh, sorry to interrupt you at, in your break, but, uh, you know, crime never sleeps. So, uh... Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so we just wanted to ask you some questions about... Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you can get an autograph. You, you don't have to, like, it doesn't... It's not a big deal. You could have asked right from the get-go. I always have a pen on me. Sure, yeah, thank you. Moon sort of gets uh, a bit <laughs> exasperated and sends him an image of the train and the person and the, the feeling of, like, questioning and the... And the um, need for like I want to find them. Charlotte whoa, is searching whoa, whoa, in whoa, her bag for something to autograph. Hey, 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 no, no, no mind control, please. I'm on my break. Hey, <laughs> I'm not mind controlling you. I, I can't. No, this is, you know, the, the case where you found us. We need some more info on that because that's that's our mission. We have to find the guy that you haven't been able to find for like months. He has the pen in his hand already. And uh, he pull, puts it down again and says, oh, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I see, I see, I see, I see. He uh, puts puts it back in a small holster on his belt. <laughs> Here's your trilogy belt. It has everything you need for crime fighting and autographs. It has everything you need for autographs. <laughs> All right. Uh, Charlotte stands sure. there very awkwardly with a piece of paper in her hand. <laughs> uh, uh, what info do you need? anything specific well just what do you know about duplex do you know anything about him except that he's you know attacking monorails uh basically only general information what we've learned so far like his name duplex is one that's been given to him by us it's kind of difficult to chase something if you don't have a name for it we called him duplex because that's what his suit is made of duplex steel it's like I don't know, some sort of blend of metal. I'm not a metallologist or whatever. Do I know about that? Or is it like, um, I don't know the word, I probably would not. Yeah, you probably don't know the word. Okay. You probably can't really connect it to something. Okay. He's been essentially, yeah, he's, atta he's attacked monorails, like only monorails. Keeps showing up really quickly by sort of riding on the rails, crashes into the monorails, causes destruction, and as soon as... Any sort of superhero shows up, he books it and disappears too quickly for us to really chase him much. Is there any pattern like the same routes or the time of day or anything? Well, there isn't that many routes. Basically, at this point, the only still active route of the monorail is the scenic route that tourists use. There used to be a lot more, like we also had underground monorails and stuff like that, but they're just not economic anymore. Moon sends a quick thought at um, the other two... Didn't didn't the the night rider say that um he's he's like moving underground? Maybe he's using the old monorails. If he can ride on them, I would do it. Can we get a plan? And the moon um sends the thoughts um to to incense again. Can we get a plan of the um, monorail system, like all of them, the active ones and the inactive ones? Well, actually, him traveling through the monorail, I, I heard that before. I heard that theory before. That's basically what Transistor has been saying. He uh, pulls out a small communication device from his pocket and makes it, uh, types a little bit on it before pointing it towards you and you see uh, a number on there. Just call her up. I'm sure she'd, uh, she has more information for you on that. I think she already looked for that. So you'd probably save a lot more time if you, you know, sort of work together on that one. What does Max do when she gets the telephone number of an actual practicing superhero? <laughs> she actually just looks at Incent and said, can I still get that autograph? I kind of have a collection going and I'm still <laughs> missing a lot of the SOS members. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Just don't, uh, what's your name? I always put the pe person's name on it, because like, uh, there's this whole eBay market about it, yeah. Well, I think you should just put ecstatic. Like, the letter uh, X dash Oh static. yeah, yeah, right. I remember, you, you mentioned that. He pulls the pen out again, and actually does give you an autograph. Thank you. What kind of, what kind of signature does he use? Is it like, I imagine it's a big, flowy, showy one with many, like, unnecessary, like, swirls and stuff. Yeah, very much the kind of thing you'd see in gold on a card specifically made for autographs. <laughs> like, his pen <laughs> is even a gold pen. <laughs> and uh, he put a small little flame on top of the dash. <laughs> I mean, that was nice kind of cute. 
I, I hate him less now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Oh, yeah, right. You need... He goes towards the uh, receptionist and says, uh, you got a spare device, uh, spare comms? She actually does hand him one and he gives it to you. This isn't a phone number. This is a comms number. But, you know, you can use this one. You have recommendations. You're basically in, right? Yeah, totally. No, not. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure, for sure. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, then, uh, see you around, uh, heroes. And he walks backwards back into the elevator. He doesn't seem to know how to leave a situation. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, relatable. <laughs> Charlotte awkwardly puts uh, the piece of paper back in her pocket because she didn't have an autograph. <laughs> I mean, you didn't actually want that autograph, did you? That's true. <laughs> um, Moon turns around and sort of like um, puts puts their hands on their hips and says, okay, there's one important thing we have to do. And um, she um, looks at Max and says, where do I get a hot dog? Let's talk to Twin Sister first and then I'm going to buy you a hot dog. But it looks so... Oh, it's so... Oh. I can, I can, I can almost taste it. I, I, I need a hot dog. I'd like a hot dog too. As uh, heroes, we have to put the work first. Of course. Do you uh, just go to the location you've been told, or do you try to call Transistor? Uh, I would try to call Transistor first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you pretty quickly get a response. Hi, Transistor. Hey, uh, this is ecstatic. Um, I'm part of a hero group that's really new, and we just got um, a okay, mission. Okay, how did you get the number? Incent gave us the number. Ugh, fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> we were no privacy, that guy. <laughs> we were actually uh, just told by Knight Rider to get in on the whole duplex mission. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, you're you're newcomers, right? Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, guess I got a babysit. Uh, I'm at the. Wait, are you the ones from the monorail? Yes. Ah, all right. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, then I can pick you up right where that thing crashed. Yes, we're going to be there as fast as possible. We're still at the SOS, but we're going to be there. That's not far. See you in 20. The communication device shuts off. All right, time to get back to the scene of the crime. Okay. You You make your way... Through the streets of the city. Uh, does Charlotte want to speed ahead, or uh, how do you want to do that? Uh, yeah, I want to speed ahead and um, just look around. Maybe I find some clues or whatever. You could also pick the others up, probably, right? Like I assume you can carry up to one additional person uh, at the very least. Yeah, when... I'm kind of. I find it a little bit too OC to be carrying people all the time. Hmm. Um. So I would say I can only do that for a very short amount of t amounts of time. Yeah, that makes sense. I can imagine that just uh, really depowering you. Uh, yeah. And it makes more sense, like, when you save the people on the train, you basically only had, like, I don't know, 20 feet. Uh, yeah. That you had to tra fast travel there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you basically move ahead, and while the others are still on the way, you see Transistor arrive. I want to make sure to make clear that every time... We um we pass any sort of like fast food um establishment <sighs> or so um that Moon like um looks at Max meaningfully and sh and sends her uh, a picture of a hot dog and like the sense of craving. <laughs> oh. Transistor uh, shows up. You remember when Duplex escaped? You saw something that you thought might uh, was a. Uh, Black Arrow, the size of a vehicle that rushed by the train uh, in hot pursuit. And now you see what that was. You see a flying black jet bike that's that kind of that's kind of built more like a trike. Like it's a very uh, wide in the back and very thin in the front with thrusters and turbines that emit a violet purplish energy field. That flying bike slowly comes down right next to Charlotte, uh, hovering downwards as the turbines turn towards the ground. And as it comes to a halt, a woman in a black one-piece one uh, suit that sort of has a faux leather kind of vibe to it with a magenta lightning motif on it 
and gauntlets with magenta Tesla coils wrapped around them, uh, jumps off of the bike and comes towards Charlotte, taking off the goggles on her face as she does so and extends her hand towards her. Hiya there. You must be this one of the people that just called me, right? Uh, yes, I'm... I'm ta- um, I'm Starbald. Starbald, right. Yeah, I see the costume. Ooh, okay. Boss didn't throw you out? No, he... Well, he, he wasn't very happy about it, but we had a conversation about it. Nah, I can imagine, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm actually uh, Starbald's legacy. He. Oh um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not the first one to say this, but hey, who am I to judge? You know, it's about time that that guy gets an, uh, gets a follow up. I'm I'm actually he actually chose me for that. Hey, I'm I'm not the judge of that. I'm not the person to judge that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay out of that one. If uh, Moon was here, you... she would she would feel a wave of frustration. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, can feel it talk, from like uh, uh, like a kilometer away. <laughs> what? As you talk, Max and Moon show up uh, and have made their way to the scene now as well. Moon waves. Ah, that's got to be the other ones, right? I can already tell this speedster thing is going to be a bit annoying. Moon nods. <laughs> kind of cool, I'm sorry, though. I just thought I could, you know, help out a little bit if I arrived sooner. Yeah, just warn us next time. I'm sorry, I, I should work on my people skills. It won't happen again, I promise. It could have been worse. She could have been able to fly and we would all, like, walk around. And she would be flying. Oh, that happens. Flying is one of the uh, viable powers. That fucking sucks. Like, there's so many superheroes with flying powers these days. And most of them are completely useless. Like, just some rich kids who inject themselves with superpowers for fun. Quick question. I hate to ask that, like, every time we meet another person. Um, does Transistor react in any way to um, the psychic thing? Um... Probably, like, slightly. Like, you can assume that most people who are superheroes who've dealt with psychics before do react, but not in, like, shock. It's more like, like oh, startlement, oh, okay, and then just adjust and... Ah, okay, psychic, I see, and then just keep talking. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's nice to have a new superhero team join the organization. We get a few people all the time, but most of the time they have to learn to work with others. It's really cool that you've already bonded here, uh... We're really wishing the best to you, Starbolt, the new one, with our boss. Uh, that he hasn't sent you for the hills yet is a pretty good sign. Well, thanks. That's actually pretty nice to hear. So, what do you know? What do you fi- want to find out? Well, we know he's been attacking the monorails. What we've yeah. been thinking about is that he might use the old monorail tunnels to get around. Yeah, I've been there too, that point of the theory. Uh, it's probably best if I show you. She jumps back onto the, the jet bike and motions you to get up behind her after she pulls a small lever that extends four more th- seats in the back. Cool. <laughs> That's a neat ride. Oh, yeah. It's also, like, powered by my, you know, powers. It's a pretty go- cool invention. Did you make it yourself? Uh, I made version 1.0 myself, but I didn't make this version myself. I just... She punches her fists together and, like, uh, small electrical sparks fly from them. I prefer channeling my powers through equipment instead of, you know, brute forcing it. Cool. I did some tinkering on on my vehicle as well. Ah, nice. I'm sure we can have a nice talk about that one. But now get in. We gotta solve a crime. Hey, guys, now you can be as fast as I am. (laughs) (laughs) Max is thinking at Moon, is your vehicle a spaceship? Yeah. Okay, I buy you a hot dog, you show me your alien spaceship. Deal! (laughs) You get back uh, in the back of the jet bike, and after you hover upwards slightly and the turbines turn back towards uh, the back of the vehicle, you suddenly, with an immense thrust, just fly ahead, uh, and you have absolutely no idea how someone controls something at this speed. But uh, Transistor somehow manages as she flies through small alleyways and small streets. And uh, just a few seconds later, uh, with a very sudden stop, halts in the air again and slowly rises downwards. <sighs> All right, we're here. Scene of the crime. Is this safe? I I learned some stuff about, like, what kind of velocities you are allowed to use, like, in atmosphere. And this seems... 
quite fast. It's safe if you know how to control it. The boss has a pretty similar one, and he manages to, you know. Knight Rider has a ride? Yeah, I mean, the name might have been a giveaway, right? I assume I see, I see, do I sense like any sort of picture what what this might look like in her in her thoughts? Uh, you see basically a souped up uh, motorcycle, essentially. Huh. Uh, but also with like these energy thrusters to its sides. Fancy. Yeah, I mean, he used to be a sidekick to a speed-based superhero. If you don't have any powers like him, you gotta catch up somehow. Ah, makes sense. She jumps off of the bike as soon as it reaches the ground and walks with you towards something that pretty clearly looks like someone ripped open the ground. You see, uh, like, piping and steel supports reaching out of the ground as if someone had, yeah, you know, put their hands into the asphalt and ripped it apart. Uh, And you see traces of large hands digging right underneath it. Well, there we are. That's where I followed the guy. Uh, When I got inside there, it was already collapsed. I assume he tried to destroy it behind him. But uh, I've been putting some work into, you know, laying it open again. Do you have a map of the of the um, underground portion of the monorail? I've asked for one from the corporation who built that thing. They haven't gotten back to me yet, but based on what I've heard of the other scenes of the crime before, that's what makes the most sense to me. I mean, he travels via monorail, and there's this large monorail network underground, right? Um, do you know if there's, like, an entrance somewhere to the old monorails? Because I could just, you know, get in and have a look around. Yeah, there's a lot of them, actually. Most of them have just been, you know, welded shut or filled with cement when they shut down most of the monorail network. Uh, but there's still a few open ones. There's one right at the train station. There's one uh, SOS headquarters uh, and some others. There used to be some of the larger corporations of the city used to have a direct access for their workers. And most of those are still open. So how many times has the armor been damaged? I heard it's made of dynamo steel. It's made of duplex. I don't know that much about it. Uh, okay. I only just, I only heard about it when they told me what his name was. Uh, from what I hear, okay. it's it's basically a steel that's especially conductive. And uh, from what I read about it, it has some useful magnetic properties that you don't get in stainless steel, usually. Because I would assume he has to fix the armor somehow, which means he has to get the steel from somewhere. And I can't think of many sellers for that. That's actually a pretty good point. Uh, I'm sure we can look into that. Do some research. Uh, you are? Ecstatic. Ecstatic. Uh, I see there's a lightning motif there. Uh, also electricity? Yes, electrodynamic control. Ah, nice, nice, nice. You're one of the brute forces, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it works, it works. Uh, I'm sure we can uh, swab a bit of trade secrets, la- uh, secrets later on. Always happy uh, to see some... Someone new tried out. Max is very excited. Ecstatic, <laughs> you might say. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> moon sensor like a picture of the fireworks that um, that that ecstatic does. Ah, nice, nice. Uh, your your buddy there is sending me fireworks. That's a fun way of using those powers. But uh, I'm a big fighter for precision over spectacle. You could say. I mean, well, I do wear giant Tesla coils on my arms, <laughs> that I really need, but you know. Well, that's presentation. In- that has nothing to do with how you use your powers. Yeah, right. Gotta intimidate the villain somewhat. And if you look good on camera, only better, right? Well, either way, I've basically made the po- uh, tunnel mostly accessible again. Just a little bit more work. I'm sure if a speedster helps, that's got, uh, done a lot faster. Absolutely. I mean... Yeah, just got to excavate can, a little. Uh, any of you else uh, have excavation-based powers? Um, I can help and Moon lifts the arms and the um, the bands unravel and sort of hover there. Oh, yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, telekinetic? Uh, kind of, yeah. I, I can control them with my mind, so kind of. Ah, perfect. All right, then uh, let's get digging. So as Charlotte and Moon start excavating, does Max want to... Uh, check somehow on uh, steel production and stuff like that. Yeah, I would love that. 
I'd say you don't have to necessarily roll something for that, right? I mean, I assume I just use Google or yeah, I assume <laughs> you just do research, uh, unless you have a specific move that helps you with with research situations or something like that. I do not. <laughs> okay. I could use my spaceship, but my spaceship <laughs> is too far away right now. Damn <laughs> the government! As, yeah, I'm thinking of that. Like you're sitting on the toilet and you're too far away for your phone to grab the Wi-Fi, <laughs> so you like move it around, like uh, somewhere here. Mm. No, I thought more more about it, like. Um, there's no parking space in like the inner part of the city, so you have to park like yeah. like half an hour outside of it and walk in or something, or take the um, take the bus or something. So like, oh no, I had the perfect thing for that in my car, but my car is so far away. I mean, my my ship has one of the strengths we gave it is research AI, so it would be very helpful right now. Yeah, uh, but. Otherwise, Max just sort of, yeah, pulls out the phone and starts Googling, I guess. Yep. Uh, and, uh, or, uh, <laughs> Max pulls out their phone and starts binging, because Bing won uh, in this universe. That's what a terrible uh, universe it is. Why don't people just say searching? It's like the exact same number of syllables, and you, like, don't use all the... Because searching can mean a lot of things yeah so max uh, bings for who in the city produces duplex steel yep. and figures out that yeah like basic information i think what you would find in a google search is duplex steel is used in the production of a lot of things in the city um especially like because the city uses magnetics for propulsion yeah. on both elevators and on uh, railways there is a corporation in the city that actually like runs the railroad system called Waypoints Incorporated Metals and Pipelines that also used to uh, run the pipeline system and the uh, canalization system of the hold city. Hold on, hold on. Uh, so their name is WIMP. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> WIMP, get our steel from us. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the WIMP Corporation. Basically, they used to be a pretty big uh, corporation, but at this point, they mainly run the magnetic railroad and they also produce the magnetic elevators that aren't used a lot. So they are, by this point, a pretty small corporation, but they use duplex steel for its magnetic properties. You also find out that like a lot of buildings are at least partially built with it because when building very high buildings, they like to use magnetics as a sort of stabilizing factor in the city. Um, and as a result of that, it's used in a lot of the... Uh, skyscrapers as well who are produced by a variety of co uh, corporations i want like in the like season finale mm -hmm. that max just sort of like uses all the duplex in the city to just hover around and like <laughs> magneto um um around i've actually been the... thinking about incorporating metal into maybe the boots of the costume or something mm. oh i want this so bad there's this really old panel of i think the, one of the first issues of Teen Titans when it first started where like Wonder Girl or what was it she like catches super villains like attracts them to their ha her hands like they fly towards her hands or something and she says like yes because my brain I can magnetize and unmagnetize my bracelets I could pull you towards me <laughs> and it's Okay, are they metal? <laughs> how does this work? I mean, you could that's not how like, magnets work. I'm, it's I'm, the iron in the blood. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you could just have it's your belt buckle and the like the buttons For on your sure. shirt and your Fucking necklace. Magnets, how do they work? While Max is doing her research, Charlotte and Moon help out with digging the hole. I don't think we need a move for that. Like, if you just take a bit of time, you can easily get there. And not too long afterwards you actually managed to ex excavate what was under there. Um, you're basically on the edge of like a collapsed bit of road. So there's like the small mountain of debris you're on top of now. And the mountain is inside of an underground tunnel. And it does ha appear to cover a good chunk of another monorail track, just like the one you saw high above the city that's inside of a tunnel underneath the road. So let me get this straight. The entire city is like riddled with tunnels that no one is using for anything. Not right now. They used to be used for the monorail network, but when the monorail network became uneconomic, they basically just shut them down because that's a lot cheaper than like filling them up, you know? But couldn't you just like make streets or something? 
to like I mean there's streets above them already, right? Yeah, but they um what is the traffic like in Waypoint when we were like um soaring over the city? I assume it's a big city, so more streets are never yeah. an inconvenience. It's a big city, but there's actually not a lot of traffic. That's something that you would have noticed. Okay. Uh, there's actually not a lot of uh, people driving inside of the city. Cool. Well, we don't need that many roads. We actually have like certain laws here. You can only drive inside the city if you have a specific purpose here. If you live inside the city, you can't park your vehicle inside the city. It was built in the 60s. They had a lot of concerns about like inner city structure back then. And while we have a highway now, finally, that actually leads inside the city... These rules are still there. Okay. That highway has led to monorails not making a lot of sense anymore. We have a bus system now. And that's a lot cheaper. Monorails were pretty flashy, but you know, retrofuturism. Like this whole retrofuturism thing, it has its limits in usefulness. Yeah, I noticed it's like super inefficient. I mean like Oh yeah, extremely super inefficient. Yeah, they've been talking about shutting the whole monorail down altogether. Uh like a good while ago but the tourists like it i liked it just once and then we were attacked by a villain so i guess let's i haven't actually ridden it since they built the highway and since the buses came in but i remember it being pretty fun yeah so should we like maybe stop the person who is destroying it yeah for sure it's just you know that's that's been a couple hours <laughs> she slides down into the cave system and uh, hits her arms together, which makes the uh, Tesla coils on her arms glow a magenta light. It's pretty dark in here, but if you want to look around... I mean, I can definitely look around. I guess that's that would be more helpful and a, bit, a little bit faster, I guess. That sounds pretty good. Uh, I'd try looking for exits to this certain section here. There should be... At least some still intact. He must have used one of them. Yeah, um, I'll look out for that. Um, so do you want me to make a roll for that? Um, let's see, what would be the most unleash your powers? Here? I mean, unleash your powers, I guess. But overcome an obstacle? Or extend your... <laughs> I'd say roll and unleash your powers, yeah. Okay. I mean, the obstacle is we don't know where to go. Hmm. Or you could say it's extend your senses in the way of I'm getting a sense of the location of the exits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no. I extend my senses by looking a bunch. Okay. Extending your senses makes a lot of sense. Like you extend your senses from not using your speed powers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I've rolled Alicia powers now. Yes. And I've that is a plus freak. Time yeah, I have a nine because I have zero on freak okay on a nine you uh mark a condition of the m will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary uh i'm gonna say you mark a condition because you've already used your speed powers a good bunch to uh, today and i feel like at this point maybe uh your uh like medical issues mm -hmm. uh come in the way of it like you've just exhausted your body a bit with all this use of your speed powers yeah mm -hmm. so you can mark a condition uh of your choice I mean, I could add, like, a condition that is just, you know, pain. Or I could... Uh, that That's an option. Uh, the conditions just tend to be more, you know, uh, emotional in a way. Yeah, so but what I thought is maybe guilty, because um, if you're already, like, insecure about if you can measure up, then, like, oh, no, I failed my team, I can't do what I, um, <laughs> what I try to... Like guilty. Yeah, but also like you, you, but also like you do do it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say I would. I mark hopeless. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, given your whole day so far of being told uh, you're not good enough, and now you feel like your powers are already kind of failing you slightly. Yeah. I mean, maybe I both of you can think about uh, whether you want a whole mechanic that involves the pain thing or whether that's just narrative. We we talked about okay. that. We talked about that. I just thought uh, it it's probably e most easy to use it in that way yeah. where it's more narrative yeah. than having it be like, you know, uh, a downside mechanic. 
Uh, it could have actually, like, there are playbooks where this whole thing could have very easily been incorporated into mechanics. Like, for example, the Nova has something that very much goes into the direction of overexerting yourself with your powers. Um, and I tried to sort of fit that into this playbook. Uh, but I think keeping it narrative makes the most sense in this situation. Yeah. Especially because the game gives you the option a lot of the time to either do this or that as the game master. And, like, that's that makes it very easy to incorporate yeah, specific also, character traits like this. Yeah, also, this game is just generally very narrative-based. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna say it like this. You speed up and down the underground railway and uh you notice what you what you notice pretty quickly as you make your way into like tunnels that move away from this main tunnel and other stuff like that is that a lot of them seem to also be collapsed uh in a very similar way where it looks like someone sort of dug their way inside so you kind of get the feeling that this is sort of a road to a hideout that's used a lot and that whoever has been digging these must have a pretty good understanding of how this underground railway system is set up. Mm -hmm. uh, moving around, you do spot a few exits, uh, but as you try to follow them, you very quickly notice that they've been either like welded shut, uh, that they've been closed down. You see locked doors at the end sometimes. Uh, and uh, you also see some that clearly used to... Like, like they have branding above them of whatever company they used to belong to. You see one for a news station where people apparently used to use this underground railroad to get there. You see one from a pretty big mall. But all of those have also been welded shut. Uh, but after a while, you actually manage to spot one that seems to be open. Okay. Uh, where it looks like this one has been left alone when they closed down this system. And above it, you see also branding you see the name of a company there okay more specifically waypoint incorporated metals and pipelines <laughs> so hold on someone who uses duplex steel that is only made in one specific point that has access to the railroads knows about the railroads and how they're set up and someone who has like a problem with them hmm hmm i wonder which company that points towards <laughs> Let's find disgruntled employee TM. <laughs> sort of exhausted by uh, her condition, Charlotte appears uh, out of the tunnel again after a while, bathed in the magenta light of uh, transistors gloves. So um, I go towards a wall and lean mm. against it. I try to be a to appear cool, uh, but I'm actually doing it to relieve some pain. <laughs> Moon, like... Um, whips the head around to you and um, comes over and says uh, are you okay? how can I help? I'm fine don't, don't I want to come it. for don't, don't I'm, I'm totally fine <laughs> oh oh no um, that is a three um, and my mundane is zero so that's a three <laughs> that's the karma you get for not waiting for your DM to tell you to roll a move <laughs> I mean, <I've laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens. I mean, I just mm. want to help. Um, on a hit, they hear you. Uh, on a 10 plus, you also add team to the pool. <laughs> uh, in this situation, I'd say, uh, first of all, you mark potential. Yay. Uh, and uh, I'd say, like, in trying to comfort uh, Charlotte, you, like, you notice that you make the pain worse. I mean, it does make sense. It it kind of made, makes sense uh, narratively because Charlotte doesn't want to mention. Yeah. I uh, want Moon to mention that and mm -hmm. just keep mm. right I mean, about we could it. just say it might be like mentally. Like, um, Moon senses immediately that, like, Charlotte, like, lashes out, like, no, no, that's, that's not something I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Like, Charlotte actively, you notice that Charlotte actively closes herself off to you. I feel uh, guilty now. I just wanted that. to help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Transistor walks over to the two of you and sort of rubs her hand. Hey, uh, everything okay over there? Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, just, you know, thinking. Um, so I found something. And, um, well, uh, there were a lot of collapsed tunnels. Uh, so hmm. I think this rod has been used by Duplex several times. Um, 
so yeah i also found a lot of stations and exits which have all been you know shut uh but i found one that's still open and um that one had like a a branding over it and it read uh, waypoint incorporated metal and pipelines oh boy okay disgruntled employee story huh (laughs) i mean probably it tends to it, it sometimes comes down to that Moon looks right. over to Max. Well, Isn't that the one that you found too? Yep. Oh. Looks like the leads are converging. Well, in that case, we better talk. Uh, we better stop by their CEO. And I don't know. Maybe he knows who that might be. Anyways, good work. Uh, really, really respect uh, respect the hustle. Uh, you did a good job there. Thank you. Like, I already thought about the underground monorail system but you came to that conclusion yourself uh, that's pretty impressive i want to get out of this tunnel now though it's pretty dark and my eyes don't like just looking at magenta for half an hour so <laughs> magenta is a fake color by the way <sighs> well don't tell that to her because it's one of the super <laughs> super po- uh, colors no it's just like it's ex- it's actually like a a accident of of sight um, because I know. Oh, okay. I know. I know it's not on the rainbow. No, I mean it's actually pretty cool because, like, the way our brain like interprets data, everything about like our calculations would say, "Oh, this is green. This wavelength, this this thing I'm seeing is green." But since our brain notices, like, no, it's it's just like the average of the wavelength. It's not like green wavelength and we have to be pretty good at seeing what is green and what is not green because like our life depends on it seeing what is a plant and what is not a plant that's why it interprets this color as uh, not not green something what's what's far away from green it's 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 magenta so magenta is not actually a color it's just our brain trying to find something that is not green I like to imagine Moon like actively uh, telling everyone that (laughs) as they leave the underground. All right, that building is uh, over there. Hey, there's a pretty good kebab stand right next to it if any of you are in the mood. Hot dogs? Hot dogs? Uh, Hot dogs aren't kebabs, no. I mean, we could also go for hot dogs. I mean, I I kind of already promised Moon a hot dog. Yes, hot dogs. Hot dogs ain't planning. Sure, why not? They have they have vegan hot dogs. I'm fine with that. Yes. In in that moment, Max has a thought like, "Oh yeah, I should probably tell Moon what things are made out of animals." <laughs> it seems like a pretty big uh, deal to tell to an alien, so they can make a choice on what they consume. <laughs> As you all get to ponder that thought, you make your way over to the hot dog stand. Okay, time to make a plan. <laughs> that's always that's always a nice a nice um a nice uh, ending to something that works that works that works hey we're professionals this is yeah a just just one cliche um <laughs> sentence and then <laughs> <laughs> anyways you get to uh you got to finally chase a super villain Yay. the superhero experience Yay. also just in general please remind me to get an autograph of like every hero we meet <laughs> you didn't um, ask- remind yourself of that I have a lot to juggle already, all right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The other two remind me of that. Okay. <laughs> so you don't have one by Transistor yet, right? No, but it wasn't really the right time, you know? That's yeah, true. that's going to come up. The I work mean, does at... come first. We can start the next episode on uh, your little lunch. Maybe you can ask for one. Yeah, then. maybe. And I mean, I feel like Night Rider will be a challenge. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And but maybe... yeah, I have a quest to get... All of the SOS autographs, not because I think all of them are cool, but just because I need it to be complete. <laughs> and if you do that, you unlock your um, moment of truth. Of course, I have in advance made a list of every single member of the SOS yep. because I come prepared to my episodes. <laughs> oh, Mimi, Mimi, you could like get some piece of um, like just paperwork and say, hey, Nightwriter, this needs to signature on it just like or, or steal like like something that has a signature on it yeah well uh, yeah and then he says no <laughs> i mean 
Why would I give him something to sign, like, officially? If you gave him something to sign, he would definitely read it. Dude, dude, I would love to have, like, a side quest where we try to, like, heist-style try to get a Knight Rider signature on something. That's something for, like, the special holiday episode. Yeah, Yeah. that's a bonus episode. That's for the filler episodes. Um, I'm going to look it, up uh, um, maybe a system no, no, no. that I would does say, heists. Guys, this is a perfect live episode. So, dear listeners, get us to that point. If you want to see a signature heist episode or want to hear it, <laughs> then get us to enough people that we can do a live one. That's like 10 steps ahead of where we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we don't <laughs> live even have a trailer are so yet. far in the future. <laughs> we don't even have an upload yet. But yeah, next episode is... I think slash hope gonna be the last one of this introductory chapter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least that's the idea right now. And after that, we'll start into like the main uh, situation proper. It might be that the next episode is going to be a slightly longer one again. Up until this point, the episodes have been somewhere between... I think the first episode we did was like under an hour. And every single one after that was between an hour and what, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a The good next line. one might be slightly longer. I think this one is going to be slightly shorter, but we're going to see. And yeah, see you guys next time then for hopefully, potentially, the finale of this little intro section of the adventure. Uh, this first arc of this superhero comic. Uh, and until then, bye bye and have a nice time. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.